0: everybody, it's time to LOL! Listen out loud, that is! It's time for Anime Jam Session, with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 161. We, alright, episode number 162. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ
2: Ranma S.
3: I'm our Rockefeller.
2: And I'm Makochan. Did you do that on purpose? No, sorry.
1: Mm, you thought you were hitting the sauce again. we are like, nope, can't have that anymore.
2: I won't discuss any of that. <sighs> Why, Let's not- just say that um, what should be a Code Red Mountain Dew looks a little bit uh, purple to me. Oh, Lord. Did you mix some blue stuff in there? Uh, I mix some blue stuff and I mix some clear stuff, and it made some brownish purple stuff.
1: Now you got me thinking of that damn skit Dave Chappelle talked about, but they go and the kids going in the refrigerator, and the black kid goes purple stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> How are you alive? I may very well not well be. I may very well not be. <laughs>
1: Oh man, oh man! We are live tonight, week of April twenty ninth, two thousand fourteen. Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern with replays. Thursdays at one on the VOG Network. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc XChat Chatzilla can use IRC.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG V O G. Or you can just head on over to animejamsession.com slash VOG Network. There is an IRC link right there. You click on it, your default chat client will bring you right into the chat room. Um, definitely check us out on the Vogue Network. Uh, check ins are now open, so go on in, earn some points, and definitely swing on by the forums because we have practically episodes uh, episode topics posted just about every single week. You're welcome. <laughs> Our hard at work. Um, Forum admin already takes care of that. I hope he doesn't have to break your legs.
3: I haven't been given a reason
1: to yet. (sighs) That's... uh, I think that's a good thing. (laughs) Let's just say it is. mm, And right now I'm trying to get my trillion to work. I think I might have found a solution. And if this works, it works. If not, I'm going to have to download AIM... Yahoo! All of that shit and have it all run individually and figure out how to get it to uh sync with uh Facebook chat. That's not going to be fun. Oh man, <laughs> uh, Act Def says in the chat, This sounds familiar, but can't put my finger on it. Well, whatever it is, I could definitely tell you because I have the playlist sitting right here, good sir. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see if this is going to work why are you always asking to open before the fire? don't just go ahead and open just do that for me okay it's signing me in offline <laughs> online no for some reason it won't let me do it so you know what? I will deal with trillion later I figure after I'll save, after all this, I'll just reboot my, my computer and see what happens. Because I, cause I think last night while I was sleeping, my machine did a restart. Um, And I woke up, like, my my mail wasn't open, the browser wasn't open, so then I noticed it this morning, I'm like, you know what, screw it, I'll take care of it later. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, Act Uh, The song you heard before that was was the Tenchi Muyo TV theme or Tenchi Universe TV theme remix. In Japan, the artist that did the opening thing Sonya, put out an album called Sonya Wonderland, which was like one album, and on there was a remix of the Tenchi Muyo theme. It's something that I play very 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 sparingly. And if you're not here for that cuz we don't put the we don't put the pre-show on the podcast, you got to be here live for that. That's a little bit too much music to pack in together. I mean, I'm giving you guys four awesome tracks. What more do you want from me? Everything. (laughs) I suppose so. You know what? Let's go ahead, kick things off with how was your week, how was your day, and take it off, Ari. Uh,
3: Let's see. I forgot to mention last week, but I had seen... uh, I had seen Transcendence at a at an old theater of ours that got like really revamped on the inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie was all right, but uh, the first scene and the last scene were exactly the same, so it kind of killed all the tension in the middle. Mm-hmm. But what's uh, what's really weird about it is that they had these like huge plush, like two people recliners, kind of like they had a little console in the middle. But uh,
1: was, this an actually, AMC, was this an AMC theater?
3: Yes, it was. Okay,
1: Freehold Mall.
3: Uh, no, definitely.
1: Okay, they probably renovate all of them for that.
3: Yeah, I haven't been to it in, I don't know how the hell long, but, uh, pretty much the whole thing was gutted on the inside. The little arcade in the corner was gone, but, uh, also this weekend Mm -hmm. was the pre-release for Journey into Nyx, the newest Magic the Gathering set, Yeah. and, uh, a friend, because, uh, I didn't quite have the money, and I had to work that night. My friend wanted to go to the uh, midnight release because he suddenly had all, but I told him, uh, sorry, I can't, I'm working. But uh, I mm-hmm. said, hey, you're always gonna me to do the uh, two-headed giant stuff, which is uh, teams of two for a uh, play, so let's go to that instead. So mm-hmm. we did on Sunday afternoon we went. There was a... Uh, we, we got screwed on this one because there was a... Uh, there was... Th- 13 teams in the tournament and uh, after about the second round or so two of them had to drop out because uh, the two of the undefeated teams had to drop out because uh, yeah. there were the kids and parents there so they just you know got up and left but uh, my friend and I were uh, two and one because there were supposed to be four rounds but they canceled the, th- the fourth one Yep, yeah, two and w- two and one with 13 teams we came in eighth place. We didn't even get any consolation prizes or anything like that. Just the uh, cards we drafted. And we're both like looking at each other like, The
1: fuck? That makes no sense.
3: Also, our team name, because you could uh, just use your last names or come up with a team name. We both insisted that our team name would be called the Mega Powers.
1: Now, where have I heard that before?
3: Yeah, it's a... Yeah, I'm Savage and he's Hogan.
1: Works for me.
3: Only because I, my Savage impression is better than my Hogan impression. Oh, and <sighs> a couple of opponents that I comment on it say, you know, you guys got to turn on each other if you lose. <laughs> like, <laughs> But aside from being you know, dicked over like that, it was actually pretty fun. Mm. So yeah, that's how uh, my weekend went. I'm also just gearing up for uh, Nauticons, training the old liver, you know, stuff like that.
1: Sounds about right.
3: <laughs> but yeah, that was it for me.
1: Alright. All's well and good. Okay. Mako, how was your week and how was your day?
2: I was, uh, you know, at Zenkai Con for most of it, and I'm still exhausted. Hmm. <laughs>
1: looks like you know somebody in the chat room there. Yeah, you know her too.
3: I do. We do. Oh,
1: is that who I think that is? Yeah. Okay. Only one
2: ginger doctor I know.
1: <laughs> I know a few gingers, but ginger doctor. <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to think of ginger ale. I'm sorry. You know.
2: <sighs> anyway, so yeah. So I was just basically... um. You know, getting ready for Khan, doing a couple of different, uh, last-minute cosplay, mm-hmm. um, and then basically, <laughs> basically working all weekend. Mm.
1: Working for the greater good.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Well, I can't say anything bad right now, because, you know, the ginger doctor... Is in the house.
1: It's (laughs) not like the ginger doctor is carrying the, uh, sonic screwdriver, okay? So I don't think there's anything to worry about.
2: Hey, I don't know what she's got at home. She very well make,
1: you know, could. I don't know, but she's currently throwing, uh, cheese in the chat room, so I don't know.
3: (laughs) Is it good kind of cheese?
1: I don't know. As long as 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 she's throwing Limburger, I'm okay with it, because I don't want that shit near me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that's basically it. We had our panel. I uh, worked my butt off. Um, I think everything went really, really well this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll discuss that more, you know, in a bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, some family issues made me leave con early. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, it's just you know getting back here and attempting to catch up on some sleep and uh, seeing the Sailor Moon stuff and getting all giddy over that. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know oh, what? Yeah, they,
3: they, uh, the new Saturn
4: figure?
2: Uh, No, the no, announcement that. for the new anime and musical and all that.
4: That was my second guess.
2: Although, um, seriously, this weekend, the full weekend of nothing but nostalgia bombing mm. like tears in my eyes from just, you know, all of the feels. Nothing but feels, huh? So many feels.
3: In the name of the moon, I shall feel you. Mm.
2: Yeah, it was like right. my, my, my childhood like in this convention and all up through this weekend it was amazing.
1: Yeah, it was. It, it, it was, Yeah. All right, all right. Let's move along. Well, my weekend day was pretty was pretty cool. Uh, funny thing, I was telling uh, my co-workers I was heading out to Lancaster County. A couple of them know I'm a con nerd, con geek, con slut, however it is, you know. So we were talking about. He's thinking about coming out to Zenkai next year. Well, my other coworkers. Oh, yeah. Well, my other coworkers, I was telling about. I was in Lancaster County. He said something about make sure, make sure you say hi to the Amish people, and I'm like, dot dot dot.
3: They don't acknowledge people. But people it's okay. O-
1: yeah, but it's okay. I don't really tell him about my fa- about going to the cons and stuff because if he had any idea of what would be going on, I would. <sighs> You think dealing with creeps were bad enough? Might have to pull Hannibal Lecter on his ass. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's see. Uh, Another interesting thing that happened at work was, um... One of the loaner laptops is missing. They don't know where it is. And one of the users pointed at me saying that I... That the one that's in question... He returned to me, and I'm like, I don't even know you. I'm
2: like, I legit don't know you. Well, do you have any other, you know, black people working there? Because, you know, you all look alike. (laughs) We have
1: just as many black people as we do. I I
2: had to go there. Thanks for making
1: that joke for me. I had to go there. Just so you know, we have just as many black people as we have angry, bitchy Italian people working there, too. Remember, I do work in Jersey. There's a bunch of you there. Mm hmm. And as Dr. Ginger says, someone told me that they saw an Amish buggy and a Burger King drive through in Lancaster last year. Well, we did see a few along the way while we were chilling at a Waffle House. So I did take a picture, but the shot didn't come out too well. So I didn't even
2: bother posting it online. Yeah, there were a bunch of them. I know, I know. like, after we got um, out of, you know, getting food at Waffle House, mm-hmm. uh, we got stuck behind one in traffic for yeah, at that... least a good 30 minutes, mm-hmm. which was, oh, Don't so much fun. Well, not when there's not a lot of shoulder, and you aren't allowed to pass them. Uh hmm So you're basically going, you know, one horsepower. Uh Mm-hmm. Oh, lol, lol. Also, you
3: found a Waffle House out there?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since I...
3: Was it cleanly?
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since uh, Ron and I have been out there, Uh, what, a good five, six years? Yeah, about that, yeah. Pretty much. And, I mean, we were in, like, we had passed that area to go to a, uh, a New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Like, way past there. But um, this was before Sonics started popping up in Jersey. So uh, we really, really wanted to try it. And we were in that area. Because um, that's the Lancaster Sonic. Mm-hmm. And it is so... Much more developed in that area because when we were there, there was nothing but that Sonic. Mm. So, like everything out there is basically brand new. Yeah.
1: What
2: What was funny was as we're pulling, as we're driving,
1: we notice a buggy with with no top, uh, and the Mennonites in there got their sunglasses on. So you know, future so bright, you gotta wear shades and we're making jokes about the um, about, you know, about, about the horsepower, you know, the next thing you know, a
2: Mustang pulls right up next to it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, Mustang was. versus Mustang.
3: <laughs> a Mustang versus a literal Mustang.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all you needed was uh, some of the, you know, cosplayers and hope one of them had, you know, some FMA cosplay. <laughs> and then you'd have Mustang versus Mustang versus Mustang, <laughs> all, with, all with various fire powers. Yo, dog, I heard you like Mustangs. <laughs> so we put a
1: Mustang in your Mustang.
3: Uh, uh, actually, you kind of got me hung up on the, on the buggy without the top. I'm thinking, oh, wow, an, arm, an Amish convertible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and as Candy Jam says in the chat, I saw pig farmers who hadn't changed out of their working clothes at a Walmart. Does that count? No, No, that's standard
3: operating procedure for a Walmart.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's Walmart. Sorry, yeah. don't count. If it was
2: a Kmart, maybe. Sears, Target, yes. No, see, you haven't lived until you've, you know, been in a Target and had um, some Hasidic gentlemen come in um, and decide that they wanted to try on pants and try them on, you know... Like right there in the men's department, and you notice that he ain't wearing underwear. Oh, oh. yeah! You haven't lived until you've you know had to take those pants and burn them. Oh, god! <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I. That was that was not a fun night.
1: I would have probably taken my break and I would have left the grounds and probably have not come back and be like, "That's okay, just send me my stuff."
2: Yeah, yeah, but that's you know, that's not what we're here for. We're here for you know, convention news and yeah. all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we need to get off of the train or you know, stop derailing the train. With or without the tip. Yeah, something like that.
1: <sighs> yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Alright, because uh, tonight's show, we're definitely talking about Icon 2014. And we're going to kind of go in-depth with the big Sailor Moon news announcement, which kind of rolled together. Two great tastes, one great location. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah,
2: I- I'm still upset that I was so tired that not only did I not... Um, stream the Sailor Moon event, which I was going to. Yeah. But I fell asleep for like an hour and woke up when it ended. That's okay. If you head over to missdream.org dot org, um,
1: you can actually download the entire the entire press event fully translated. Yep. I may have to do that later. That'll probably come after I watch uh, last night's Boondocks. Cause I've been hearing some whacked out shit about last night's episode, so I gotta see for myself. But enough about that we're gonna go ahead take our first break and when we get back we're going to jump right into the thicket of things how does that sound fine by me sounds good cool and we'll be back
5: If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10 if you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out The Brooklyn Otaku with D Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash The Brooklyn Otaku.
1: All right, so check this out. You know how when I come when we come back from our br- our little musical break, I usually have things that make you go "Hmm," or "The fuck is that?" I actually had oh, yeah. yeah, I actually had something that I forgot about it, and I'm like, you know, I'll go right into it. But as checking my Facebook, shit never seems to fucking faze me. You know, so I'm bound to find stumble upon some outlandish shit. Okay, now we all know that the uh, what, what cosplayers are doing are having like these are shilling for money for, for for their cosplays to give you tit for tat. Literally, I guess. So, a friend of mine, Chibi Tifa, posted this. And it's an Indiegogo for anime cosplay. And the description is Hey, I'm playing to start cosplaying by this year, but I'm short of money to cosplay. My dream is to cosplay. Please help to donate. Advance, thanks. And this Indiegogo is coming out of Singapore. With, um...
3: It's just, help me cosplay, period?
1: Yes! With a goal of $500, and it started on March 19th. This guy, or girl, has four days left. How much does he have? Zero. Nothing.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I am an otaku who loves to watch anime and read manga. My dream is to cosplay my favorite characters for cosplay events. I have financial problems, but I'll try whatever it takes to earn money for cosplay. I hope you all can help me by funding some money. Any amount will do. Every cent counts. Thank you for making my dream come true. Okay, um. I'm going to pull the audience here. How many of you are are currently having um, financial problems? Just raise your hand. Yo. Duh. Yeah. How many of us cosplay regardless of our financial problems? Raise your hand.
3: Yo.
2: Duh. Right here. I, I, I seriously cannot believe <laughs> that you actually wasted the breath on this thing. I was just more amused at the. How what a
3: shameless self promotion and there, there's shit like this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just more amused at how either this person is epically trolling or is a fucking genius. I'd say neither because he has no money. I'm just fucking amused by this shit just like you know fuck it. just give me money so i can cosplay
3: if i tried something like this the thing I would is end up losing money in the deal yeah
2: no the thing is the people that are getting money saying oh hey help me out with this cosplay are the ones that are you know um pretty young women with you know barely their costumes and it's like, With oh, a lot of here, talent. Help, help me to, you know, give you pictures of me practically naked. Those are the people making money off of, you know, help me cosplay. Pretty, yeah, Regular Joe Schmoes aren't getting money off of any of this stuff to, oh, help me cosplay. You ain't getting money. Mm-hmm.
1: And if you look at, as I pull the chat room, yeah, a lot of people raise their hands at both questions, and as Dr. Ginger says, it's called budgeting. And as Act Def says, I don't cosplay, but I buy video games and collectibles despite my financial situations.
3: Again, who doesn't do that? And
1: for some reason, I picture Act Def as the most interesting man in the world. You know, <laughs> I don't cosplay, but what I do. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stay gaming, my friends. Stay I... gaming. My opinion is, I don't think any of this stuff needs, you know, Mm -hmm. their 15 seconds of fame, whether it's on here or, you know, being posted randomly on Facebook. You know what? Just let it die.
1: Yeah. And I think it is because it's four days left. I I think it's already dead in the water. All right. So, now that I've gotten that out of my system, like I said, I was just amused to all all hell about that, so. All right, let's set this over here. All right, now now let's go ahead and talk about um, Zenkai Con. Yay, Zenkai Con. Mm
3: -hmm. I so wanted to be there this weekend.
1: Next year, my friend. I believe it's the last weekend of March next year. Huh. Mm
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's just hope it'll be a little bit warmer next year than it was this year. Why? It was plenty warm this year. Oh, Um, it was. I'm just saying, it wasn't like this March of this year. That's true. That's what I meant.
2: Yeah, let's hope March is, you know, a little bit warmer. Mm -hmm. Although, being in March, I mean, granted, everything is in a hotel. You don't have to, you know, walk around outside or anything unless you want to. But at the same time... Um, it's great for those costumes that, you know, are warmer. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, really would like to break out Sango again, and I attempted it at KatoriCon, and it was so damn hot that weekend in January that, you know, within 20 minutes, I'm like, get the shit off me. Get it off! Get it off! Get it
1: off!
3: I, I only have, like, a very limited number of cosplays, and, uh, my mm-hmm. Hoenn version of Ash is primarily wool, well, mm-hmm. not wool, but like fleece. Mm-hmm. So I end up just uh, struggling through that, especially in the in the summer, like in Anime Next and Oticon. Oh god, especially the Inner Harbor.
2: Mm. Yeah, you tell me. no idea what it's the, like this—the this, yeah.
3: this sweat for eight hours straight.
2: This is why, it's, like, I like winter conventions because I can still go out and cosplay and not need a coat. Because I have, you know, some warm cosplay. But at the same time, when you have unseasonably warm weather in January or March, your plans are kind of screwed. Yeah. I brought one cosplay to KatoriCon and couldn't wear it because it was so damn warm. But anyway, we're not here for KatoriCon. We're here for ZenkaiCon! Nope, nope,
1: nope, nope, nope. huh Alright, so anywho, you know... The trek out there was kind of fun. Are you playing Amish Paradise in the background? Maybe. <laughs> oh I, man. I cannot confirm nor deny that Amish Paradise is playing
2: in the background. You honestly cannot...
3: did not see that coming, Mako?
2: Oh no, I saw it coming considering we got into Lancaster and all of a sudden my music got turned off. And he's put like he's plugging his phone in and searching for something. I'm like, "What are you looking for?" He's like, "You'll see." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, you're putting on Amish Paradise, aren't you?" And again, I cannot confirm nor deny I put Amish Paradise on.
1: Mhm. <sighs> yeah. All right, you know, you know, as we got the Thursday because um, Mako is staff and. I figured, might as well go out there Thursday night and just crash with somebody didn't handle the whole weekend, you know. I mean, generally with a lot of cons, you go out there Thursday to meet up with people, to do dinner and stuff. Because from Friday to Sunday, the people you see on Thursday, there is a real slim chance you will not see them the rest of the weekend. Zenkai's a little bit different. I mean, the people you hang out with Thursday... Most like, it's definitely, you'll be seeing them the rest of the weekend because, because what they like about Zenkai, it's, it's it's not big, it's not small, it's that right size, so no matter where you go, you're always going to run into a lot of familiar people left and right. So. Yeah,
2: I was, I was running into people all over the place, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, not only is like the. The convention, you know, tight knit, and everybody, you know, is just all over the place. But at the same time, the way everything is set up, I mean, you're just like in like everything's on a couple of different floors, but it's usually in you know one area of those different floors. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not walking like all over everything just to yeah. get to those different floors. So, I mean, if you're going up from one floor to another, you're definitely passing somebody.
1: Yeah, one thing I kind of noticed about some cons that are on multiple floors, most people will gyrate down on the lower level, because that's where main events, dealer's room, all that stuff is. One floor could have karaoke one with panel rooms. One floor will have game room with panels. And it's like, as you get further up, there's just less people, so... I still walk up there because you never know who you're gonna who you're gonna run into for photos, and Jesus Christ, photos! I think I hit a thousand forty-eight.
2: Yeah, I I'm yes. I'm amazed, not like bad amazed, but like I know that you were saying early on, like you had to you had to rush off because you were falling behind with your pictures, yeah, and th- then to end up with over a thousand of them.
1: Yeah, because I I got like over six hundred on Saturday. I expect a lot on Saturday because I do take photos of the masquerade, and that's a separate folder. I try to do maybe between 150 and 200 on Friday and Sunday and just go buck wild on Saturday. So, and even if I remove, if I sort through the duplicates and delete the ones I don't need, it still could probably be around 900 or so.
2: Yeah, that's still, you know, pretty damn high for a convention. Mm-hmm. Or I should say that, you know, that's the kind of numbers that I would expect from a convention with, you know, 10,000 people. And you got that with less than 5,000. So that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And it goes to show just how many people are in cosplay and, or a variety of cosplay.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So, I mean, that's, that's really awesome.
1: Yeah. As, um, Jeff B. says it's basically the opposite of Sakura Con. You go to the higher floors to get to the panels and lower floors for the cosplay gatherings and maybe a few other things. Um, give or take. But I did like the fact that the game room had a six had a max a six mix slash max machine there. I got on that and played that and I remember and I suddenly I remember why I don't play DDR while I'm in full cosplay gear. <laughs> you
3: sweat through your cosplay? Yeah. That's never fun
1: yeah yeah and again
3: you got to give it up to people who actually do go out and like especially like the really elaborate cosplays mm-hmm. and like do ddr i think like one image i've always seen floating around was a a guy in a darth vader outfit you know full cape helmet all that stuff mm-hmm. like it wasn't shit it was just a still image but he was like leaning over like hitting the buttons like making choice or whatever yeah i think he was on it was hovering around one of the paranoia songs
1: uh, that's, that, that song practically kicked my ass. I guess he was playing Force Force Revolution, huh? Force
3: Force? Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why, why did I space
3: on that? What the fuck is wrong with me? I mean, come
1: on. They did announce the cast, the cast list for Episode 7 today. So, But moving right along.
2: Yeah, can we, you know, not geek out over other geek out things? Let's geek out over the geek out stuff we need to geek out over.
1: Zenkai... Okay. <laughs> Now, my main reason for going was to see Jim Cummings. That that, that 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 made my weekend. The fact that he signed volume one, I mean the first D V D of each volume of my Darkwing Ducks, uh, box sets, and the fact that he said stay dangerously in his voice, that, that did it for me. Loved it.
2: No, I, I have to my uh, the one panel that, you know, or I should say two panels cuz mm-hmm. seriously I I can't decide which one of them was my favorite the um 20 years later of Disney afternoon yeah love 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 that and complete nostalgia bomb mm. um and then the voice actors Q
1: and A before we get into that uh Jay Green says uh they were talking about the TMNT machine in the game room that there were buttons underneath the console for credits not many people knew of it and put case quarters in the non-working coin slots. Yeah, I, I thought you – because the way the TMNT machine is, it's like you hit the jump or the attack button, credits pop and go – and on some machines there is I a set – Cowabunga! Yep, yeah, or Turtles that. in Time, let's kick shell. But um, I know on some like uh, machines there is a little switch on it. I didn't know it was underneath because generally the switch is like, right in the front, so I didn't even bother yeah. playing. I did see people playing, but I'm like – Hey, they want to drop quarters in, they can do that, you know.
3: Most of the uh arcade machines I've seen when I do that, they'll occasionally like let the front panel be open mm-hmm. and you can like find this like little wire like toggle that you like flick because it's cuz when the coin comes in, it drops over and flicks out yeah. And it. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 That's what you got. Yeah.
1: Do. Yeah, or if That's when you stuff. open up the slot, the coin slot itself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I got I, I keep got that. like keep
3: talking like ka 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 ka
1: ka I wanted to film people playing, uh, Let's Dance, um, Let's Dance, um, is that the name of the game? Let's Dance? Hmm?
3: Dance Central?
1: Dance, not Dance Central, the Ubisoft one. Yeah, it might have been Dance Central. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, but, um, yeah, I wanted, because they had it, like, on a giant big screen, and I wanted to record people, uh, playing that. Um, Hockey Com Do you Act.
3: remember what song they were playing?
1: Um... I walked a bunch in bunch of them. I walked in on them playing um either gentleman or gangam style. Yeah.
3: They're going with jump on and They would have busted out the camera in a second.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, just dance. That's what it was. Just dance 3. That's what it was. Yes, and hockey common acts. Were there any Neo Geo machines in the game room? <laughs> Nobody plays Neo Geo anymore. <laughs> I should know. I walk past a Chinese restaurant once a week where the King of Fighters uh, 11 machine and the King of Fighters 2003 machine sit there collecting dust. So sad. Sorry, not sorry. Or as you just said, let's dance. Finally, David Bowie gets his own video game. Do you know how many fangirls will buy that? Me. See? <laughs> Me as long as they had labyrinth stuff in there, or a duplicate, or it comes with limited edition balls.
2: I I I don't I, I don't need labyrinth. Uh, yeah, I don't need you know the bulge. I, I'm okay without the bulge. If it doesn't have you know the Bowie with it, <laughs> a plush Bowie doll. Don't tempt me. I've actually been looking into uh, plush Jareth dolls. Oversize, oversized balls? Let's not... Well, let's not go into balls, okay? <laughs> See, I just gave her another idea.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't. This is, like, completely off topic. Alright, like... okay, so... You know... All right, Friday... I, had, I was actually up kind of sort of early, running around, taking photos. And, you know... One thing I noticed about Zenkai is that early... In the morning, it, it just kind of trickles in, before, and before you know it, it just is full, like over time, whereas with other conventions like Anime Next or Katakon, it's not a trickle, it's like a trickle, then you look around like, where did all these people come from? The fuck? Um, I do know that a couple of people weren't too fond of the fact that the dealer's room didn't open until 3, but I do know it did stay open a little bit later because there was another event going on, which at least you got something for your troubles, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I mean, we weren't able to get mm-hmm. in there until either really, really late or early Friday, and that's because, you know, it's you know a convention center, it's a hotel, they've got other people besides us.
1: Indeed and as uh, Jay Green said, best cosplay I've seen, Terry Bogart with Lily from Fatal Fury, which were nice. a couple friends of mine. I'm like, shit, if i know you were going, if you're doing Terry, I would have brought Kiyosuke. We could have had our own Capcom vs. SNK right there. But, whatever. And then, you know me, I don't really do panels unless it's really up my alley. So I went to the Disney Afternoon uh,
2: retrospect. Fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when I had you know tears because seriously, just the nostalgia and the feel of some of the stuff that was being discussed mm-hmm. was you know it's my childhood right there. And the fact that not everybody, but people around
1: me were um were, were singing you know all the opening themes except for Bonkers because I guess no one really cared for that one.
2: I don't know. I like bonkers. I liked it too,
1: but no one really, no one, no one was really singing it.
2: Yeah. But you know, my, I just, with everything that was discussed, um, it reminded me when, uh, when Jen Cummings did the voice for Don Carnage, mm-hmm. it reminded me of how much I had a crush on Don Carnage. Yeah. Um, when I was, you know, when it was first airing, and mm-hmm. I was little, because it reminded me so much, um, like, like even at that age, I really, really, at that point, wanted to do a crossover f- uh, fanfic yeah. of um, Tailspin and the um, Robin Hood movies. Mm.
3: I'm sure someone's thought of it anyway, and probably.
2: It. But I, I, like, I really just want Don Carnage to be Robin Hood's dad. Yeah, because it would be fitting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean um I don't rem- I actually don't remember who he what voices he did for uh, DuckTales.
2: Um like what he did in DuckTales yeah. or uh he said that he was um a couple of background bit, like okay. he was background on a couple of the beginning stuff mm-hmm. and I think he was in the first episodes or the pilot episodes yeah, when they went looking for that ink and gold. Yeah,
1: I remember mm-hmm. that. So I remember at the time, Fox 5 had sh- was showing the movie that Friday. And then they, the TV series was starting on um, WB11 that following uh, Monday, which was pretty cool. And I think he did... Didn't he do Grumpy Gummy and Gummy Bears? No,
2: not Grumpy. Okay. Um, he did... Uh... Um um um, 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 um 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 I can never remember the names of the gummy bears they are all just bears to me. Bouncing here <laughs> and there and everywhere. Yes, yeah, bouncing here and there and everywhere. We need a hay bear. We have uh- a hay bear. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Kyle. Mm hmm. So maybe
3: you've been saving that pun, haven't you? Actually,
1: no, I just came up with that and Dr. Junior says he was Zummy Zummy Bear. Yeah, zummy Bear, he yep. was zummy yeah Zummy Gummy. Zummy Gummy, yeah.
2: But I mean, he's he is the voice of the childhood. He's yes, been he is. in just about every Disney movie or TV show that you can think of. Mhm. He's been in a bunch of the stuff that ended up on Cartoon Network. Um he's done, you know, various singing voices and crap yep. for other things, but he he is the voice of Saturday morning cartoons. Yes.
1: And for those of you who are wondering, we did record the panel, and I may have to get that up there a little bit quicker than the other stuff, because honestly, all I gotta do is just dump that video and just convert it and upload it. It's yeah, th- you, yeah,
2: You need to do that one and the Q&A, the yeah. voice actor Q&A. Yeah.
1: I did get the voice actor Q&A, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that one in just a bit. And then, later on, we had gone to the formal. Now over the last few years, the formal was one of the few things that I really liked going to, because I kind of, I not just like going to the raves and dancing around, I also like to wear a nice suit and be like, how you like me now, you know, theme it up. Some years I did a formal Ranma, then I recently started doing a formal Luigi, so I kind of have a thing going, and I realize I gotta get new pants, but, anywho. Now, the one thing I didn't now, see Anime Boston's ma- uh, formal—they played too much classical music. It was like really formal, formal. You know, I was, uh, and my thought is, yes, you have the the dance lessons, but not everybody remembers how to do that dance. AAC's formal was a little bit more contemporary, which I liked. Zekai's formal I mean it's gotten I, it's, it's greatly improved over the years, which I like, but it was a little bit it, was, it felt more like a high school dance. No, I mean, in a, no in a way of, you know, it was more fast songs than it were slow songs. you know, there was a fast and slow, you know. It was, it
2: was definitely a 50-50 um, match of, you know, fast and slow. But, like my whole thing is when I hear formal, I think more slow. And I know like past, um, past conventions. There's been issues that people have been like, oh well, there are too many slow mm-hmm. songs, or oh, and now people are going, oh well, there are too many fast songs. So I mean, it, it all depends on you know what's what everybody that's there is into some people probably had a great time Mm -hmm. and really really enjoyed it just like last year where it was more slow songs some people probably went and had a great time but at the same time like it's just you can't please everybody i know i mean i know i felt so but you know what there's except for cats
1: first formal i like going i like going to them I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna be happy about the music all the time, but you know, I just enjoy going to it. You know, yeah. I don't. And I mean, the music that was played was good. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that high school theme, you know, feel, but I just think, you know, maybe I just didn't feel like it was even. It was like because I think the slow songs were kind of short and the fast songs were kind of long. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and as Jeff B says, it's finding a balance and figuring out what songs can suit different dance styles. And yeah, you're right. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like I liked it, but mm-hmm. again, I I went to a formal, you know, to yeah. do slow songs, and mm-hmm. besides, Creeper Boy getting a little bit too damn close. Creeper. Yeah. My my first thing is this dude. Came, it was like wearing all leather,
1: and he came in boots. It was like greed gone horribly wrong from FMA it was like greed cross hohenheim i was like yikes
2: no he was um cosplaying somebody from one piece there's your problem you're cosplaying one piece there's your problem the Ouch. thing is well no it it's, shot's fired pro- that it that is shot's fired but the whole issue with um his cosplay is he didn't do any of, you know, the facial makeup. hmm So he looked like a guy that was, you know, just carrying a hook around. But yeah, um he was just creepy.
1: Yes. And creepy. and I found out that he was causing problems for people last year because a couple of people I was hanging out with with the Zenkai last year and had to deal with him before. And I'm like, My first thought was this guy is lucky I wasn't there last year.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it was dealt with, yes. and that's, you know, that's they the main thing. No, they, they've they talked to him and basically said, look, if, you know, we get another complaint, you're out. And I guess, luckily, he cut it out. Mm-hmm. Because I saw him around Saturday and Sunday, but he was being
1: a lot more low-key.
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't go ask somebody to dance and then the first the first, first joke out of your mouth is a masturbation joke. You save
1: that for the wow. third See, you save that for the third or fourth dance if the chick is really
2: digging you. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. it's one of those like like I have issues with people like just look like looking at somebody, mm-hmm. l- like looking them straight in the face. It's just, you know, I I don't do that. I find it disrespectful to keep staring at somebody. I mean... I, and when I, I we you know, were dancing, he was, you know, legit looking at my face with this creepy-ass grin on his face.
1: See, I don't see nothing wrong with looking at that person while you're dancing. Oh, I mean, if you two are talking and you just hit it off and you're kind of looking at each other, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that, I mean, that's, yeah. that's different. Mm-hmm. It's
2: also different if you know, if you know somebody right. and mm-hmm. you're gonna, you know, have a conversation with them. That's completely different, but when he's, you know, joking in the manner that he's joking in and, you know, extremely way too close. Yeah. Him looking in my eye and then just having this, you know, kind of creepy, shit eaten grin on his face that creeped me out.
1: Yes. Like, boy, what is your
2: problem? Mm hmm But on a stick. he was dealt with and that's all that matters. Mm hmm. But I mean for the for for the most part Besides, you know, I I mean, I went mainly, yes, I like to do the dancing, but I went mainly because I really, really like um, classical music Mm -hmm. and I like violins. Mm -hmm. And the band that they had playing, yeah, they, they do a lot of violin music. I mean, one of the, one of the members, he does nothing but violin. So, I mean, the music wise, I really, really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, um, I, I saw him on the elevator, and I asked if he had any CDs. They don't have any albums yet, but they have stuff, free downloads available, so I'm definitely going to jump on that and listen to it. Because when I heard that they were going to do the um, Ghost in the Shell Doctor Who mashup, I told you you were going to freaking
2: love that. I liked it, except for, you know, the whole narration of the story. That kind of When the music with- stopped. But and it, then it was just narration. But was, the narration should have been over the music so that, you know, it wasn't just no, no, you know, dead air. No, the, the music was it. They just turned it down. Because, like I said, I heard
1: this. They played this at CatsaCon. They just cut the music low, and then, um,
2: yeah. Well, it was, it was way too low. Because while, you know, trying to dance to what's going on, even if, you know, it's a slow dance or a fast dance... It cut way too low when the narration was starting, mm-hmm. and that's that would be my only issue.
1: Well, I I got them from Katsu, so I'm like gonna play. I, I should play that back later and just see, you know, how that is, you know. Mhm. All right. So anywho, and then you know later, we got ready for the uh, rave. Now, I remember when they started doing raves, it was always one DJ, and then. More conventions started breaking the raves down into different blocks. Oh yeah, one more thing before we move on. One issue with the formal, I just thought it was a little bit too short. I think you know it should it should have been two hours. That's all.
3: How long was it like? One 90, hour?
1: 90 minutes.
3: <coughs> <coughs> oh, pardon me.
2: Yeah, I mean, granted, I understand why because the people playing for the formal were mm-hmm. the same people playing for the um, rave mm-hmm. but I mean I I, I would have enjoyed more time at you know dressed up and at the formal mm-hmm. but it's I think it was longer than it's been in the past I think in the past it's only been you know an hour not but the... I'm not, I, I can't remember
1: no it was it's an hour and a half because I I know they had one last year year before last when they were in Oaks there wasn't one um, but the year before that, uh, I believe that there was one. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's the one that I got pulled out of early. Mm. Silly, uh, you know, dealing with convention work and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. So the Friday night's
1: rape. It felt more like a concert. It kind of felt like. Remember when I when we went to BronyCon and I went down to the Saturday night concert and I came back like sometime later, it, it just didn't feel like a rave. It just felt like it, it just felt more like a concert, you know, mm. and that's, you know, that's, that's kind of sort of is, you know, um, I think maybe Zenkai could, I guess like, maybe every hour, or hour and a half, you know, change out the DJs, you know, because every d- different DJs have different music styles. Cause that's, one of the big complaints i get from people at any anime convention but the complaints are usually a lot less when the when the con has different djs at different um uh,
2: doing different sets you know i don't know i didn't yeah. go to the friday night um the friday night dance i went i did go to the saturday night one and mm-hmm. the dj that they had was really really good he was yeah My only issue is that he was very repetitive. Mm -hmm. So, if he would have played for two hours and then somebody else would have played for two hours, Mm -hmm. it would have broken up that repetitiveness. Yeah. Which is probably the issue from Friday night is Mm -hmm. that, you know, it was one DJ for four hours. Right. So, I mean, once you start getting into the groove that the DJ is doing, it feels repetitive.
1: Yeah. Um, if we go to the chat room real quick at live.bognetwork.com, Gamergirlx like, says the last few years the, the the formals were ninety minutes. Okay, maybe because you know I've gone to other cons. It's been two hours. Maybe because I've gotten used to that. You know, it's just me. I mean, I'm but I'm just more appreciative that there that there was one. You know.
2: Yeah. Feel
3: lucky it's not one hour.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, as I said, I mean, I, I don't expect to go to these things and be asked to dance mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm just not giving a crap and I'm not, you know, nearly naked or big titted or whatever. But I mean, I go just to listen to the music and enjoy myself and people watch and mm-hmm. seriously going to the formal and seeing a bunch of dark do- and the the rave too. They did it the rave. Going to the dances and seeing a bunch of Doctor Who cosplayers get up on the on the dance floor and do the drunken giraffe is hilarious. The, the drunken what? what? <laughs> um, the eleventh Doctor, if you watch Doctor Who or have seen clips, um, basically is a gangly mofo, mm-hmm. and. He gets up on the dance floor in one episode and dances, but his arms are, like, raised, and his knees are bent, and he's just, like, wiggling back and forth, and he, he he looks like, you know, it's a giraffe. So, seeing a bunch of Doctor Who cosplayers get up and, you know, just do that dance, even for a little while, is really, really amusing and, you know, hits my geekdoms. So all your buttons
1: were pushed and activated then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right.
2: All right. But that that was the other thing about the formal is because it was, you know, cosplay formal, mm-hmm. um, seeing some of the formal versions of the cosplays that people did was actually really, really cool. Yeah, it was. There was, there was one person that did um, a formal version of Grell from... Uh, black butler mm-hmm. and did a very very pretty um, Asian inspired
1: dress for a second I thought I ran into her later that weekend but I just realized it wasn't her
2: mm. but um dancing giraffe drunken giraffe seriously he looks like a drunk giraffe and as Jeff B says Faname is probably the largest the longest formal dance
1: I believe it goes on for five hours yeesh that's okay, that's no that's, that, pushing that's yeah, yeah that's way too far. no
2: that's it. unless you're, you know, sitting down and it's like a full formal where there's dinner and things like that. And there's alcohol. Yeah, unless it's something like that, five hours for a formal is a little bit excessive. Unless there's alcohol, then it's okay. No, even with it alcohol it's of a little with, excessive. It becomes kinda of sort of tolerable. Exactly. No, even with alcohol it's a little excessive. Mm. Five hours is five hours is a bit crazy for a formal. But Anyway, so I mean just sitting there and seeing you know a bunch of the formal cosplays that people had thought up yeah. um was you know really, really awesome mm-hmm. just to just to people watch so mm-hmm. yeah that that was great seeing that, and then having to you know go out and actually work <laughs> <laughs> all right, Saturday, let's roll on to
1: Saturday now. I went to the voice actor Q&A, and my own – I liked that the fact that they were doing – they were script reading. Oh, and speak of script reading, yeah, Marco, you, you shouldn't have left the Disney Afternoon panel. I know you had to go to work. I know. Yes. I
2: had to. I had to go, and, you know, because it was the first day, so I had yeah. to go and explain everything to the people that hadn't been – um, hadn't been in, mm-hmm. especially explaining how to work the new equipment that right. we got in the video rooms. Mm-hmm. And I heard about, you know, the whole you know, Hannibal and Silence of the Lamb reading, and I'm like, no! Yes. Uh, Ari, you've seen Silence of the Lambs, right?
3: Yes, I have.
1: You know his the infamous speech Lector gives about fava beans?
3: Oh yeah, and a little his hiss was uh, ad lib because he thought because he was holding that moment for a little too long and thought, eh, they're just going to cut this anyway.
1: <laughs> All right, I want you to picture. And I
3: decide to leave that in.
1: All right, I... I want you to picture that whole scene in your head, except okay. for this. It's not Hannibal Lecter, it's Hannibal Pete. Pete from Goof Troop, Pete from Kingdom Hearts. That whole speech done in Pete's voice as he's
2: addressing what? Goof. Wow. Yeah, I. I yes. You seriously, need to get that up so that I can see that because yes. mm-hmm. I'm a huge Silence of the Lambs fan girl, and that actually is what started me, you know, wanting to do psychol like real psychology and work for the FBI and do all the criminal psych and stuff like that. So, I mean, that is my that is my fandom. Mm-hmm. That is my geekdom. All right. Now, Did
3: he uh, do that little hiss at the end too?
2: I believe he did.
5: Excellent.
1: <laughs> now, Saturday was the giant uh, voice actor Q&A. Now, and Act F, yes, there is. There is video of that. This was part of the Disney afternoon of, of panel, so it, there will be video. I guess I'm going to have to isolate that and just have it as a separate video as well. <laughs> okay. All right. Disney, af- no, voice actor Q&A panel. Mark Swint said something that is so 100% true. If you think it's bullshit, I will personally slap the taste out of your mouth.
2: Yeah, as, as soon as he said that and it came out of his mouth, I'm like bravo. Bravo fucking o.
1: Now, it was a, it's about voice acting and so, you know, and everything that goes with it, and, you know, how to keep at it. And he says to everybody, how many of you work in retail? So, I used to work in retail, but I still shot my hand up to show my my support. And after he sees all of that, he goes, Congratulations, you are an actor. guys <laughs> think about it. How many times have you had to lie to a customer to make a fucking sale?
3: Or at the very worst, put on a fake smile just to placate this asshole. Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> And I, and I remember, I used to sell computers for a living. Believe you me, I have sent people home with more unneeded shit than anybody else. Sure, you you, you need this software. This only a trial version, that's true, but sure, this is you need this antivirus, even though the one that's on there is just as good, but, you know, shit, I need to get that stipend, but, you know. Now, I kind of felt that the... Why is there buzzing in the background? I don't know. No clue. I don't hear buzzing. I hear it, but it kind of went away. So anyhow. Now, I think that what they should have done, this panel should have either been split into two, have like voice actor readings and voice actor Q&A separately, or had more readings and kind of cut down on the Q&A uh, questions. That was the um that was my only issue with, with it cuz I just thought there was just too many uh, questions. Even though it is a and a but they were also doing uh r- script reading as well.
2: Yeah, I I heard that from a couple of different people. Um you know, the the whole thing is I, I would have liked more of the script reading, mm-hmm. but I liked their Joking answers yes. for the Q and A. If it had just been a Q and A, I don't know that I would have gone to True. it. But having the script readings in that and having it broken up mm-hmm. was uh, really good. I think they just need to, you know, I think just more script reading would be yeah would be uh, appreciated. Yes.
1: And for next year. um you need to you need to submit something from from a Kevin Smith movie. It's gotta be clerks. You never go
3: ask to ML.
1: We'll get into that in just a
2: bit. We'll get into that in just a bit. You know that's never gonna happen. It's a family friendly convention. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> so it's it's cursing <laughs> like that is never going to happen. And I at
3: least not a, at least that the panel is an
1: eighteen plus.
2: You see, an 18-plus panel that yes. was doing readings from stuff like that, that would be awesome. Yes,
1: yes, it would.
2: And doing, you know, even if it's just, you know, an hour, and it's a couple of readings <laughs> and the 18-plus Q&A, mm. Um, that would actually really, really be awesome. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, like, <laughs> I like the fact that it was the Q&A and the readings, but I, I would have liked more readings not necessarily less Q&A but more more readings definitely but the the ones that were the ones that were done were awesome I need a moment I what? need a moment
4: <laughs> oh,
1: in the chat room at live.vognetwork.com Nemesis 47 says he can hear Pete doing Bray Wyatt followed by Ari going Magic Kingdom we're here and then at death going 37 with Jay Green going in a row referencing clerks okay and following up with Mickey and Minnie doing the ass to mouth conversation
2: Jesus Christ what is wrong with you people No, 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 no. You talk about this shit. On the drive home... I'm saving that. We had a conversation about wanting to put the Tenchi Muyo characters into
1: Clerks. Well, that's because they suggested in my room the cast from Helsing
2: in Clerks. Okay? No, but the Tenchi Muyo cast would be hilarious in Clerks. 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 Yes. But anyway, um... So, yeah, I mean, I really, really, really enjoyed doing uh, the readings that were going on. And uh, just, I... W- the last reading was um, The Wizard of Oz. Mm, yeah. And Jim Cummings doing um, Fuzzy Lumpkins as the wizard. Seriously, I was... fan Because I... I knew about what was going on beforehand but Um, you didn't know how awesome it was going to turn out i i i just i could picture it in my head but when it finally you know when everything was there and it was happening i was fangirling so much in my seat like my my legs i i was my legs were vibrating they were like jumping up and down so much it was just it was awesomely amazing Yes,
1: um uh, Mako had a moment, okay? She was uh, I, seriously, she, I had a moment. She goes
2: clutching up pearls pretty damn hard. <laughs> and I mean they they did the whole um the whole fight scene from the Princess Bride with um Darkwing Duck doing you know, my name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> yeah, my name is Inigo Montoya. And that was funny. Yes it was. And I, I mean so, I mean, that that was, you know, really, really funny. But at the same time, like, well, I like Darkwing Duck. I have a real love for Powerpuff Girls. And just, you know, I am the wizard. And don't, you know, don't pay attention to the man behind that curtain in Fuzzy Lumpkin's voice. Hilarious. Seriously, hilarious. And then, of course, um, Dorothy... Being CL, and that was even better. It just it the two of them together worked really, really well.
1: It was yeah. I have to admit it. That really was.
2: So yeah, I mean that that's, awesomely crazy. And the just all three of those sections worked mm-hmm. really, really well. And then the masquerade, which I ran into an issue
1: when I went to check out the press listing. Jim Cummings' uh, press uh, panel was not was at the same time as the Masquerade. Masquerade is two-hour block. This is an hour block. And I'm like, fuck, I'm the only person here. <laughs> if, if I had two people, I'd only have one camcorder because I have another staffer with the other camcorder. God damn it! So, luckily, which is one thing... I have to thank Gamergirl X for. She runs a tight ship when it comes to the masquerade. I mean, not for nothing. I think she should walk around in fatigues and be like the commandant, you know, be, you know, because that's how tight of a ship that she runs it.
3: Walking be- around with a riding crop.
1: No, it'll be a giant tentacle. Okay then. <laughs> no, have you seen the stuffed ten- uh, tentacles for sale in in dealer's room and artist alley? Yeah. She makes them. That's why I said a tentacle. Anyway. So, anywho. Most masquerades, there's usually up to 20 skits, a long as Walk-On, and that's it. And it's like an hour and some change, and as Jeff B. says, Cosmendont. Yes, that would be perfect. Cosmendont of the Zenkai uh, cosplay. But moving right along... She does it at least no more than 10 skits, and you walk on. That's it. Done. It didn't even start on time, but it was still done by seven. I got everything. I was able to run out, hightail it upstairs, and and, and get the, uh, the Jim's uh, press, uh, pan, uh, press um, interview. And I can't complain about that. I mean, in the past I thought it was too short with the amount of skits, but this was a perfect amount. I mean, not for nothing. Seriously. Would you would you be able to sit there for like ten skits or like twenty skits, you know?
2: I haven't gone to a conventions masquerade mm-hmm. in quite a while. Yeah. People start leaving and around I, 13, I really need to go to Zenkai's because it's you know, it, it is so tightly knit and mm-hmm. done really, really well, where others are just like, oh, yeah, you know, or or you get the really small conventions where, like, up to an hour before the convention, they're still asking for masquerade skits. Yeah. And then yeah, you get them... It... Hmm?
3: Yeah, like, given the quality of some of the skits they have, I might not even make it through five, much mm. less ten or twenty.
2: No, I mean, I, I can, like, it like some of them some of the conventions go really overboard yeah. and you know there's just way too much th- because they they want to please everybody and get everybody on there mm-hmm. but sometimes just having you know a nice short kind of masquerade just you know get the better skits up there cuz then you get the smaller ones that you know f- an hour before they're asking for skits and people are like oh yeah we can do something and then they're up there and they're either singing off key or they're doing a dance routine that none of them have ever done before mm-hmm. just to just like, Oh yeah, we can get up there and maybe get a prize and something like that. It's like, no, you d- you don't need it overly long. You don't need it overly short. If people aren't signing up, there's a reason that people aren't signing up just, you know, call it a day and end it. But you know, just having a couple of skits, especially if they're really well done um, especially if the costuming is really well done, and that that's that's all that matters. And I haven't been to a masquerade because most of them are either really really short and shitty, or really really long and shitty. Mm-hmm. But I was <laughs> I, I was working during the masquerade,
3: <laughs> so it didn't matter to you.
2: No, it, it's it's I was so exhausted Saturday that um. Like, I was just trying to cover my breaks and everything for my staff, and I finally went upstairs and said, you know what, I I ate, and I just had some me time just to try and relax, and that's when the masquerade was. And I was so out of it at that point that I'm like, you know what, I'm I'm done.
1: Just fuck it, you know?
2: Like, I just, I... Yeah, by that by that point I was just so overly exhausted. Next year won't be like that. Mm-hmm.
3: You won't at be staff next year?
2: Um I will be staff before the convention, but you know, I think I've, you know, got extra staff members. Yeah. Game of Girl X, you look exhausted. Thank you.
1: But then again, I think many of us is yes, there should be a commercial. You look exhausted. You look like shit. Thank you. See, <laughs> seriously, they need to do a commercial like the, military, like, like the Navy or the Marine Corps commercial. Your honor, your courage, your commitment. It shows a bunch of con staffers saying this saluting, and it will be convention staffers. Yes. That's what it should so you be. You have
3: one of them fighting a CGI demon with a flaming <laughs> sword. No, no,
1: no. Or better yet, you you have whoever's like the head of the con like the concierge, talking to them, whipping them into shape. And you got one more freaking I was like, it's my nerves, sir. I don't think I can do it. Slap. You can do a good job. And the next thing you know, let him rip, boys. The doors open up. You hear it ride of the Valkyries as the Congos swarm into the convention center. <laughs> No, seriously, you don't know. I
3: bet you'd like to be the DI in that commercial, huh?
1: (laughs) No, I would be the the head recruit of my platoon, like, tackle them! Get them to the lines now! Line them up! Go, 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 go!
2: (laughs) You don't know exhaustion. Yeah, you're right, I don't. Like, department heads and assistant heads at conventions know exhaustion. I understand. I mean, like, convention goers and volunteers and stuff. I mean, volunteers, they might work, you know, a couple hours a day, like the staff might work, you know, eight hours a day, something like that. It's just a regular work day. Convention heads and assistants are basically, you know, working 13, 14, 15 hour shifts all three days. And that doesn't even include what they had to do to get up to that point. So at that point, it's like, yeah, that's that's when you see you, you can pick them out. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, she's staff and she looks exhausted. She's you know ahead of something. It's like, oh, he's staff and he's you know falling asleep, you know holding the wall up. Yeah. He's ahead of something. <laughs> yes, as Nemesis Forty Seven says, got that
3: uh, thousand mile stare mm-hmm. in their eyes. Yes, mm-hmm. and as
1: Nemesis Forty Seven says, Full Metal Staffers. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, and speaking of, I grab I we dragged this staffer for our anime jam session panel, which was good. Cause we had two topics that we covered. We talked about heroes of cosplay and the reboot of sailor moon, which got everything covered, you know?
2: Yeah. I was because I don't know if it was because it was so early mm-hmm. on Saturday or because of the location. Um, before you had shown up, yeah, um, I had three people come in thinking anime jam session was you know
1: a karaoke karaoke stuff
2: no and i'm like no we're a podcast we're like we discuss anime conventions and things like that we're doing you know a live taped uh podcast oh so you're not karaoke no and I don't I don't know if that's because we were in the karaoke room yeah, I before think karaoke it was. opened.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it was. If we were over in a, in, a, in one of the other live panels, it probably would be a different story. So you know.
2: Yeah, but there was other stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. But I like just the fact that you know, oh, it's karaoke and it's a podcast. So I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. I can kind of understand jam session. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I I I get that. I get that. So. Yeah.
2: But they're not thinking, you know, jam session as in talking about things. They're thinking jam session as in singing about crap.
1: Now, one of the people are talking about Homestuck in the chat room. Well, I found out on Saturday that um, a bunch of Homestuckers got tossed out of the dealer's room.
2: Yeah, I had heard something about that. They were trying. No, this was Sunday that you heard about it Saturday. Yeah, yeah. That they were trying to do um a flash mob? Yes, in they were
1: flash the room? Mo- mo- yeah, they were flash mobbing the uh attack on Titan group. I guess it was like three, four people doing attack on Titan and they showed up out of nowhere. Now here's the thing. Most dealers room, it's like you have it's like three rows. It's like you have that one row where you face your items on each side, then you have that, that middle row where you walk back and forth. One thing I like about uh, Zenkai's uh, dealer's room—it's roomy, it's big. We actually had interviews in the back of the room. That's how
2: big it was. Yeah, I I really really liked that—that that there was such uh, like such a huge amount of open space that we were able to in the dealer's room mm-hmm. be able to find cosplayers to you know interview and ask them what was going on and how they liked the convention and everything. And have you know a really nice area to to do that with, mm-hmm. just in an area that people were going to be, you know, going to anyway. Right. So, so I mean, I I it was really nice to see that there was that much space. Mm-hmm.
1: So that that was long and short, and you know, as I was saying on on my personal Facebook shit like this happens on the regular we really can't blame the entire fandom anymore because every time, every fan, every time there is a fan that gets really popular like Hitalia, Vocaloid, Bleach, Naruto, Full Metal Alchemist there's always that percentage that makes everybody look bad because they really can't control themselves and in the Homestuck fandom it's more of that and as Mako was telling me when you're cosplaying the trolls you really get into character to the yeah, point I, where you want to get, you to get. Slapped. I think they,
2: yeah, I think a lot of them really need to cut out the, you know, whole being in character thing mm-hmm. because it's making the whole group of them as a whole look like assholes. Yes, and, I don't
3: know any troll that has an, an ounce of character to it.
2: And
1: there was also two Homestuck photo shoots that weekend.
2: Yeah, um, and it's like. Not only did they have, you know two photo shoots it's like I get it it's not you know really scheduled so it's whatever is going on just the fact that they were so freaking loud Mm -hmm. they did a full countdown for every freaking picture that they took and it was loud and obnoxious and trying to actually like actually tape going through there because Mm -hmm. of where the photo shoots were happening they because they were so loud, it it like, you could hear them everywhere. Yeah,
3: it sounded like they were being loud for the sake of being loud. Probably so they were.
2: Well, none of the other photo shoots that were that were going on over there were as loud mm-hmm. because they weren't counting down to you know counting down every single freaking photo. Well,
1: every gr- a lot of groups
2: do that though, you know. Yeah, but, but like, you don't need like every. Guns
3: single... with the bigger, you know percentage of people cosplaying a certain fandom there's like they have they have to get everyone's attention it you don't be like staying pose for too long and looking up but like oh it's a different you know subgroup this time oop let me get out of the shot real quick you know stuff like that mm-hmm. i mean a f- bunch of pokemon shoots i've been to they've always drawn huge crowds even mm-hmm. for uh like for like the most obscure kind of uh you know uh what's what i'm looking for uh Setting mm-hmm. is still like like half a dozen people, and as
1: Nemesis forty seven says, Homestuck, the Juggalos of the Geekdom. I don't know, Juggalos are a little bit more respectful than Homestuckers. Uh-huh.
3: I've never seen a a uh, Homestucker dr- like drinking his weight in Fago. <laughs> uh,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I mean, when you're when you're doing countdowns and stuff, it's like, yeah, okay, you're getting really into it, but you don't need the entire. You know, supply of people that are going to get their pictures taken to countdown.
1: True, true. Now, like I said, we went to and as for tonight, Saturday's rave, it was fun. I liked the DJ, but as Marco said, he was a little bit repetitive. So hopefully, you know, they can we can get a couple of more DJs in there. Yep, yeah, that can do stuff. I know a lot of them will do it as long as they can get like chance to like give shit away, you know. So which is mm-hmm. pretty cool because I know J- Janai, he will gladly do it as long as he can, like, hand out his mix CDs, you know.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think the DJ was getting, because I, I saw the DJ mm-hmm. was handed, you know, a big container. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that he got that the container wasn't supposed to be, you know, thrown out whole because mm-hmm. it had um, glow sticks in it. Yeah. I don't think he realized that he was supposed to open that container and throw the glow sticks, you know, the out the to everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just threw the entire container, and I have no idea what happened to the glow sticks, but I know that one girl Saturday night had, you know, like, had to be, like, 50 glow sticks just on her. Yikes. In different position, Like, she, she had them, like, almost, like, chains down her body. Wow. A fucking
3: neon nightmare.
2: Yeah, so I don't know if, you know, she was the one that caught it and did that, or if she, you know, purchased them herself, but You know, I I don't think he got that he was supposed to throw them out individually and not just one whole chuck at somebody.
1: Point taken. All right, so we bring things down to Sunday. Usually with cons, Sunday it kind of dies down and it kind of trickles down. Zenka, it wasn't like that. It was like. It was still packed full of people. I mean... Still
3: six hours ago. Keep the party going.
1: Damn right. And we interviewed uh, Cardcaptor Sakura, Hilda, and Ravio. We also interviewed, like, an entire Attack on Titan uh, core.
2: Yeah, I'm really, really hoping that that one works out. Because where we were able to interview them, we Mm -hmm. could still hear all the yelling from the Homestuckers. Yeah so I'm hoping that that one turns out mm. but I mean everybody we interviewed had a lot of fun at yep. the convention had nothing really negative to say at all and you know everybody was really into what was going on and had a lot of fun mm-hmm. and that's that's the whole point um, I mean some of them were brand new cosplayers some of them are vet- veteran cosplayers but they were all there and had fun yup and that's, I mean, that is the whole point of these conventions is, you know, yeah, you're, you're going there, you're having, you're, you're getting to meet a bunch of people, but you're also going and having fun and hanging out with people that are into the same things that you're into, that share your geekdoms, that, you know, understand who you are and what's going on. And I mean, that's the point. And I really get that from Zenkai Khan. Mm-hmm. Um it's like uh, there's so many anime conventions now that i'm just like oh it's uh, oh yeah it's coming up yeah maybe like maybe i won't go maybe i will go it's like last year when i wasn't able to go to zenkai con because it was the same year as pax Mm -hmm. it was like trying to choose between you know two of the same feelings because the same kind of feels that i get at pax where everybody's just you know connected and there isn't real drama over who's going and what they're dressing as and stuff like that. I get that from Zankai Khan, which is awesome because it makes me feel like I'm 10 years in the past just starting out again where everybody is really helpful and really nice. And, you know, there isn't a pissing contest about, you know, oh, well, she's – I'm doing the costume so much better than her right. or, you know – she's, you know, crap at what she's doing or, oh, look, she can't even sew right. There isn't crap like that that you can really see at Zenkai Con. So, I mean, it's nice to be able to go to a convention and, you know, not feel that, you know, my cheap-ass cosplay is being Mm -hmm. looked down upon because it, it, there, you know, the the people that are going there aren't like that. So, it's really, really awesome. Mm
1: Mm-hmm and it's just that Zenkai for me, it just feels like a giant family. I like the fact that it doesn't explode in growth. It just gets a, b- a little bit bigger every year, and it's like when you get there, you know everybody, and you remember them, and every year someone and so forth, you know? hmm that's, w- that's what I really enjoy. And in the chat room, they're talking about Attack on Titan as a, as a football club. How lovely.
3: Because <laughs> apparently there were... An- the uh, Attack on Titan people weren't enough to field a soccer team and I went you were now picturing Mikasa and Aaron playing soccer mm-hmm. and then Act F goes soccer w- with the uh, 3D maneuver gear
1: only on the Ocho <laughs> now, <laughs> now one of the big comp- major compliments I heard from people that I talked to including friends of mine they like the fact that Zenkai is really laid back I would say maybe because, you know, for some people, for some of us, the convention season starts in January, and it goes to usually November, or for me, October, then a break, then December, repeat. And somewhere in there, usually between, I would say, April or May, for some people, there are cons you go to just as a cool down. You kind of, you know, refresh relax, and reinvigorate. To me, that's what Zenkai is, you know? Because I've been hitting con, 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 and I hit all the cons, but with this, I just feel really refreshed and laid back.
2: I think a lot of that laid back attitude is because Zenkai Khan um, strives to be family friendly. And mm-hmm. I mean, everybody says, oh yeah, family friendly convention, you can't have that. Well, I think Zenkai Khan proves, proves that you can. Mm-hmm because they attempt to, you know, not necessarily dumb things down or kitty proof everything, but the fact that, you know, it's it's bringing in a lot more, you know, age groups. Mhm. And I mean, you go and yeah, there are a lot of, you know, younger age groups, but it's not all young kids. Yeah. And I I think that helps with the laid-back attitude. I mean, you guys are going to Nata Khan this weekend, right. mm-hmm. and it's, you know, toted as a 21-plus, and all you guys are going to do is drink.
6: Mm-hmm. And, I mean,
2: not for nothing, that's a really expensive vacation, or a really expensive weekend just to, you know, get drunk all weekend. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Zenkai Khan, because it's, you know, got this attitude of family-friendly and everything people aren't, you know, oh, it's, you know, they're not thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going here specifically to drink, or I'm going here specifically to, you know, pick up women or men or whatever. I mean, yeah, there is a little bit of that, but it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, I have to, you know, I have to make sure that this is perfect. I have to make sure that, you know, things are, you know, things are going well. Do you, you get what I'm
1: and also as Jay Green says, Zenkaicon was held five
2: days after 420. Well, seriously, if you're still mellow five days later, that's some really really good shit, and you need to give me some. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Excuse it's just.
3: Sir, do you have the time? 420.
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> like Zenkaicon. It's it's getting more popular, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of scared that it's going to lose that relaxed. Aspect, if it grows into something like an anime next or an anime Boston or something like that, but like just the f- just the fact that packs can do it with as many people as they have mm-hmm. and still have it being laid back and still being awesome, Um I mean that's the kind of thing that I'm hoping for. Zenkai Con is yeah. because it's just it's like it, it is so close knit and even the staffers, I mean, you go to something like this, and as an attendee, and you know most of the staffers. Yeah, because these people have been around forever, whether they've been staffing Zenkai Con, or they've been staffing other conventions. But most of the people, you know, going to Zenkai Con, you you just, you know, it's like one huge family. So it's like, you you don't want to, you don't want to screw up your family home. You yeah. don't want to screw up your friend's home. Yeah. So I think that's what a lot of the laid-backness is. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And also the fact that ZenkaiCon is where we first started doing our taped live podcast. We don't do this at other conventions. I've thought about it, but, you know, they they work with us, and they're so lean to help us do the things that we do. So I'm always looking forward to um to that to, to doing our podcast there. And this week's the podcast will be up probably this week or next week as a special episode so you definitely want to um be on the lookout for that
2: yeah and i will say that we got a really really good question on the podcast yeah about what we thought about you know illegal downloads yeah and i think that sparked a really good um you know kind of question main, and answer yep. thing mm-hmm. yeah so I would, I would definitely listen in. We talk a lot about some really awesome topics yeah. and go off a little bit, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: I, I think that's actually a really good hour-long podcast right there.
1: It'll probably be about hour 10 when I drop music into it or something like that.
3: What are you playing now?
1: Uh, Darth Punk, Ted Koppel's Gin and Juice. Because we kept saying laid back and I kept hearing that version in my head so I had to play it. <sighs> Come on. It's Ted Koppel, so it's okay. And as yeah, Jeff... say so. And as Jeff B. says, Anime Jam Session, the Zenkai Khan OVA. Don't give us any ideas, okay? Because... A couple, few years back, the Zegai Khan crew got together, did opening ceremonies like a TV series in a way. Don't give us any ideas for an offshoot of a very bad
2: sequel, okay? Don't.
3: Oh, come on. That would be fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, let's let's not think about stuff like that, okay?
1: All right. It scares me too much. All right. Okay. Our, what we're saying is this. You know, it's not often that we really rave about a con, you know... Like I said, we do have our issues with the con, but the difference is that these issues that we would have with any convention and the fact that they would work on it to make it better, which is okay compared to other cons where we bring up these issues, it's the same ones over and over and they're not getting it. It's just, you know, we got that, you know? We got that. And that's pretty much what Zenkai Con is. So if you're looking for like a, a convention around springtime and you just want to go be laid back and chill Zenkai, it, it is it next year, it is March 27th to 29th of 2015, definitely be there we will we will be
2: there so definitely and and going... seriously, there's a place in there that has amazing maple bacon donuts oh, I so mean deep. seriously, just for the maple bacon donuts did you
1: see the picture on my Facebook
2: oh that was so good those maple bacon donuts are amazeballs. So yeah, go get some maple bacon mm-hmm. donuts. Go get some. You know, if you are of drinking age, get some uh, spicy red wine from the local wineries because that crap was really really good too. And one thing. And uh, yeah.
1: And one thing is, you know, get there on a Thursday. Come that afternoon, just spend some time checking the area out, then jumping into the con. It's really chill. And as Jeff B says, no, 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 acted to follow up the Zenkaicon OVA. It should be OPA, original podcast audio. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, not even talking as a staffer, just talking as somebody that really enjoys the convention. You definitely need to try out Zenkaicon. Mm-hmm. It's it's just one of those conventions that. If you're looking for something just, you know, that's not going to be a drama-filled fest, not right. going to be, you know, crazy overcrowded mm-hmm. because there's so much open space. Yes, I mean, I was amazed at just how much extra room there was to walk around and you didn't feel like you were crowded in because it was just one, you know, it was one, one hotel, one convention center. And there
1: are are also some nice places outside for photos and walking around. And food Mm -hmm. is literally a block away.
2: Yeah, there's the amenities there. You don't have to worry about anything. Even if you have to drive, it's it's maybe a 10-minute drive to go to Walmart or something like Mm -hmm. that. So it's definitely one of those conventions that, you know, you have everything right there. You're not going to go hungry. If you need to do anything, there's fast food, there's Just. Chinese restaurants, there's Japanese mm-hmm. restaurants, there's, you know, bars if you're into that kind of thing. It's definitely a convention to check out. But bring
1: stuff. But but if you're going to go out, but make sure you do hit that Walmart because everything is practically closed on a Sunday.
2: Well, yeah, but you're in I, Lancaster. Yeah, I had to but... walk.
1: I had to walk two blocks to get a cup of coffee. So.
3: Oh, poor you.
1: Yeah, poor me. Coming back and I see all the sneakerheads standing outside for the new for the latest Jordans. Anywho, yeah, now, we, as always, when we talk about a con, no matter how we try to set the time, we always run late. So we're going to quickly cover um, the the press release from about Sailor Moon, and we'll try to go in-depth and detail about it next week, along with uh, Sakura Matsuri. Then after that, we're going to open up the Skype line and talk about our news from Japan. And when we open it up, you have about four minutes per person, and we got to kind of do it like that just in case we get a lot of people calling in, so let's go ahead and get right into our next um, bit of news Um, the second same weekend of Zenkai they uh, had the press release for Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Crystal, the new series and boys, we were hoping to find out Who's voicing the characters. Time slots. Everything. But but this is the information that we do have. Um, The series will be starting July 7th, 2014. It will be airing at, I believe, 7pm on Fridays. Which is like 6am here Saturday. Something like that. On Nico Nico Doga. There will be two episodes a month. And here are the announcements that they have. Uh, Katono Mitsuishi is returning as Usagi Tsukino, a.k.a. Sailor Moon. Um, we have Hisaka Kanamoto coming in as Amy Mizuno, slash Sailor Mercury. Work she has done is... Let's see. She was uh, Sherry Birkin in Resident Evil, Japanese version. Uh, let's see. that is non-anime roles. I'm, try- I'm looking here. I don't really see any... Okay, here we go. I'm looking at the list of stuff she's done. Uh, Nozomi and Bleach. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Any- uh, anything else that's kind of popular? Um... She was Ikamasume and Squid Girl, so you definitely got a winner right there. And she was Katoragi and Sekirei, which I- was pretty good. And she was um, Yayoi Kisei, better known as Cure Peace and Pre-Cure All-Stars. Which is not surprising because um, people that worked on uh, Pre-Cure is also working on the new series. Rena Sato is coming in as Raikino, better known as Sailor Mars. Works that she has done is Rika Noyamo in Air Gear. Uh, let's see, Yukimi Itami and Best Student Council, if you remember that. Uh, she was also Dan, Rike Soto, and Beyblade. Let's see, February and Coyote Ragtime, which I have on my shelf, I have to definitely watch that. Shira Kirigure and Blue Exorcist. Definitely not bad. And Saki and Genshiken Season 2. Okay, I, I like that. And she was Keo Littner and Gurren Lagann and Girl Lagan. Okay, uh, okay. And Negi Springfield and Negima. Okay. I'm not reading off everything, but you know it's a lot of stuff she's done here. So.
2: Yeah, they de- they definitely got seasoned voice actors mm-hmm. for this, which that alone makes me okay with the voices being changed Mm -hmm. because it's not I mean there's some classics classic things that you don't want to bring in brand Mm -hmm. new voice actors for you need somebody seasoned to uh you know really really take over that role yes
1: now the next one I think everybody is like it's perfect you couldn't get anybody else better uh Amy Koshimitsu as Makoto Kino, a.k.a. Sailor Jupiter. Now, looking at her cast list, she's done a lot, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, again, another person worked on... Uh, no, She was in Blood Plus. Kogius. Uh, she, ah, she was Yui in Case Clothes. And I know you're a big uh, Case Clothes fan. Mm-hmm. And she was also Ryuka Matoi and Kill La Kill.
2: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase "example."
1: So you you can't find anybody else better from Makoto Kino. I mean, really.
2: Yeah, that's that's definitely something that's uh gonna work out because you you know some of her like she's she's actually a really really popular voice actress mm-hmm. and she's done a lot of stuff and she does the. <laughs> more, you know, active, tomboyish type of character. So I'm really looking forward to that.
1: And for the voice of my home girl, Minako Aino, uh Sailor Venus, Shizuka Ito. Yeah. And I'm looking at the stuff that she's done here, which is um let's see. She was uh Mayuki, Kosaka and Da Capo. Interesting. Uh, Nanami, Shinome, and Dance in the, the Vampire Bund. Okay. Mm, ah. She had a minor appearance in uh, Get Backers. Uh, Saburo and Dot Hack.
3: Lillis and uh, Mayor. Looking at here.
1: Mm hmm. And let's see what else. Another veteran from Negima. Okay. Uh, Ray Hasakura and Maria watches over us. Okay. Well, I, I I believe it or not, I'm kind of more impressed at this casting than the the casting that they got for uh My Little Pony Friendship is Magic.
3: And yeah, uh, Japanese dub, you mean?
1: Yeah. And Himari Konogi and Triple X Holic. All right. I think they I think they got something good here going. Now, we were going to go a little bit more into that. But we'll save that all for next week as we go ahead and get into uh, news from Japan, but we're also going to open up our Skype line. If you have uh, any questions about what we've discussed or if you've gone to Zenkaicon, and you want to kind of quickly tell us what you liked or disliked about it, you can go ahead and Skype us at Anime Jam Session. Just so you know, due to time constraints, you have about four to five minutes to say what you got to say. So let's go ahead and talk uh, news from Japan. I will take the first one. Um, this one's about Ayama Goriki. She hopes that voice acting in X-Men will lead her directly to Hollywood. Uh, she is doing a voice in Days of Future Past, and she's hoping it'll be a first step towards a Hollywood career. The 21-year-old actress visits the Zojoji Temple in Tokyo to offer prayer that her wish may come true. In the upcoming film, maybe there's a brief description of it, that um, directed by Brian Singer and starring Hugh Jackman, Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, Michael Fassman, and Jennifer Lawrence, X-Men sent Wolverine to the past. In a desperate effort to change history, prevent an, an event that results in doom for both humans and mutants. And from what I've been told this will kinda of merge both movie storylines into one.
2: Yeah, both the um both the uh different mm-hmm. actors will be in it. So you're gonna get the old X Men actors and the uh the newer mm-hmm. I guess spin off type uh yeah. Prequel stuff. Yeah, first class, yeah. Gariki. hard to
3: believe that uh, Days of Future Past is only like two or three issues long. And it's still really popular, mm-hmm. even today.
1: In like the original um, comic,
3: it debuted, I think it was, like early 80s.
1: Yeah. Goriki will supply the voice for the character of Raven Mystique, played by Lawrence. The movie, the movie opens up on May 30th in Japan. And Goriki is one of the most famous um, faces out there. So she's hoping something good will come out of that. And now that we've got that out out of, out of our way real quick, we have our first call. Um, you are live on Anime Jam Session. Who do we have the honor of talking to? Hey guys, it's
7: Nemesis Forty Seven. How y'all doing today?
1: Hey bro. Hey Nemesis. Hey, What's up? Not much, dude. You got like four minutes. Go ahead and speak your mind, good sir.
7: Okay, first off, how
1: about that the,
7: the Atari landfill
1: thing uh, over the weekend?
3: Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was hilarious. I mean, people have been saying it was a it was a joke or an urban legend, but uh, surprise, it's real.
6: Mm-hmm. Plus, and it really mm-hmm.
3: followed recycling in the early '80s, so it wasn't just that the game sucked. It's just that they produced more games than systems to play them on.
1: And from my understanding, that there were also um, prototype cartridges found in there too. Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. But, but. But, 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 uh, but anyway, but so the, main, the main reason I was, 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 I was calling is because of the Sailor Moon Crystal announcement. Now, um, yeah. from a, uh, uh, from from my perspective, possibly next year, perhaps I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say sometime next 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 year the the dub version of the anime could probably come out. But what would uh, what do you, uh what company you guys think should, would, would would be able to get the licensing to Sailor Moon Crystal once the dub actually gets.
1: Gets announced or actually, they
3: plan When they actually plan on bringing it over to dub?
1: Yeah. Don't know, but the. But, Funimation. Yeah, that's the big rumor that's coming back up again that Funimation is sitting on it and they're going to announce it probably right after the um, anime appears. So if they do have it, and, and most likely they'll make an announcement around New York Comic Con, you know, or something like that.
2: Yeah, and I I'm, think that's yeah, something. Uh, be- yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on, Michael, go ahead. My bad. Um, I think that's something that once it gets closer to the release of um, the subtitle version, I think somebody is going to come out and say that you know it's they're going to do the simulcast, mm-hmm. and then you'll find out who will be doing the dub, uh-huh. whether it's um, whether it's Funimation that's going to simulcast it and do the dub or. Whether Crunchyroll is gonna simulcast it and you know, so, like Viz is gonna have it or something like that. Yeah. Um, I know Nikoniku they've said that basically everything is gonna be off of their site, but I don't know that they're going to be able to handle the traffic. Because there are times that when just streaming the um like the the talk shows and things like that that they've had trouble just streaming it because of so many people on there watching the streams. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they're mm-hmm. going to be able to handle so many people on their streaming or, you know, downloading or whatever, all of these various different subtitled versions of Sailor Moon. Um, so I, th- I think they're either going to, you know, push the stream off to a simulcast of something like somewhere else or, um, like so- something along those lines. And okay. then I think that's that's when we're gonna find out. Alright. Uh last uh last uh
7: last point, uh uh um who who do you guys think will be in will be in the actual eventual dub?
1: I, as in voice, I, I have no idea.
2: Yeah, that that is all gonna depend on what company gets it.
3: Chris Sabat is as, as a tuxedo mask.
2: Better him than Vic. Oh,
1: uh, God, don't even mm, fucking joke about
2: that. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would hope that they would bring back, you know, some of the original voice actors. I know that not all of them are still doing voice acting. I know that not all of them were popular. But there were a couple of the voice actors and actresses that from the very beginning in the dub, like, they were the only voices... So I, I know some of them are still doing voiceover work, um, but you have to remember that that was also out of, you know, that wasn't just out of the U.S. Mm-hmm. That was actually out of Canada. Yes. So, I mean, they might not even be able to do the dub. So, it, I mean, it really is all going to depend on who is available, what company gets it, and, you know, the time frame and everything. Mm-hmm.
1: Indeed, yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Do you have anything else for us?
7: Um, uh, not, not, uh, nothing, not, nothing, nothing, nothing much really. Ro- nearly run. my, all because right. my four minutes is up now. So all right, cool. I will yeah. get someone else another, another thing now.
1: Definitely, we have to get somebody else in there who wants to give it and give them uh, two cents. Okay, man. Not not, not, not talking to you guys. All right, take care, bro. Later. Uh, bye-bye. Later. Bye, bye. Later. And speaking of Nemesis, he did call in, he did post on our Facebook page, the Open Forum Topic, and we asked, who would you want to list as your, as you for your, for Sailor Moon? He was the only one to answer. So, what we're going to do, I'm going to repost this next week. Tell us, who would you want to cast in the dub? I'm probably going to see a lot of answers for that one. Mm hmm. Yeah. This one should be fun. Yeah, yes. Yes, it will. All right. Honestly,
3: so- for the, I can imagine Junko, Junko Takeuchi is a maybe, uh, Minako or Makoto. I
1: see more of, um, Uranus. I don't know why, but...
2: Mm. Alright, so... Next What's, one up. Yeah, who wants Who's to take next? Th- Whoever wants to take uh, the next one.
3: I'll take this one. Go for okay. it. Osaka Court clears nightclub owner of violating dancing regulations. The Osaka District has ruled the former manager of an unauthorized nightclub was not guilty of violating regulations by allowing dancing on the premises. Mm. Eat it, Reverend Moore. Footloose reference for the win. Terrible. No one.
2: (sighs) Well, this is is, um, a follow-up for something that we've covered. Yes.
3: Mm -hmm. The court heard that... That... Mess... Masatoshi Kanemitsu, 51, did not obtain government approval to operate a nightclub that allows dancing when he opened his club noon and he was arrested in 2012, TBS Asahi reported. Nightclubs in Japan are subject to a law en- enacted in 1948 to designate to safeguard public mor- morals by not allowing dancing after midnight or 1 a.m. in dance halls, nightclubs, and pachinko parlors. Not, not even a word pachinko parlors had dancing, mm-hmm. but that's, not th- that's beside the point. It was aimed at curbing prostitution, because that's a logical step, apparently. Police have generally ignored the law, but in the past years, a new crackdown has begun in larger cities, brought about by some murder in clubs, fighting, and complaints from neighbors about the noise. During his trial, the first of its kind in of Japan, Kenamitsu said that the law was out of touch with society, and that permitting dancing at his club did not in any way corrupt the sexual morals, morals of young people. What? Again, it, it sounds like a Japanese version of Footloose.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is probably a lot better than the MTV version.
3: hey <laughs> Ouch. But, uh, well, yeah. His lawyer said that regulations against quote-unquote obscene dancing violates the constitutional right to freedom of expression. In handing on the ruling, the court conceded the regulations of... The- entertainment industry are designed to foster heavy more healthy morales of Japan's youth however as patrons of the nightclub were not dancing inappropriately the club's original uh, the club's owner is not guilty of violating the aforementioned regulations following the ruling Kanamitsu told reporters I think there needs to be a serious reform of entertainment business regulations I'm hoping to be able to work to make that happen yeah. so the guy's a pioneer too
1: alright give him points for that yeah
3: I hope that he reopens his club with, and everyone starts dancing with Japanese version of uh, Footloose.
1: Footroose?
3: Oh, <laughs> I, I kind of set myself up for that, didn't I? Yes, yes, you did. Uh, So, there's one more that we got, right?
1: Yeah, Maka will take this one. We'll, we're We're kind of setting her up for this one.
2: Yeah, so, um... Driver turns herself into police for failing to stop at a yellow traffic light. Um, yeah. So basically, this whole thing—I'm not going to go ahead and read through the whole thing. Um, it's asking how law-abiding um, Japanese citizens are, and pulls up some different, you know. S- jokes around about some different statistics and everything. Mm-hmm. But basically, this one driver surrendered herself to the police because she beat the yellow light in a traffic junction. It wasn't even red.
3: Yellow one went in! <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, it, it basically says that um, traffic regulations differ slight re- slightly from uh, country to country, but the general understa- understanding is that green means go, red means stop. Um, yellow that's, you know, a little bit iffy because some places it's supposed to be, you know, that you slow down and clear the intersection. Um, Basically, this woman um, goes in and says, I have regrettably violated the traffic regulations, so please issue me a ticket. And the station staff were baffled. Um, Come to find out that um, instead of Stopping when she saw that the light had turned yellow, she continued driving. Mm-hmm. Um, and she felt guilty for not stepping on the brakes. And you know they tried to explain to her that as long as you entered the intersection while the light was green, it's none of defense, and you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. My whole thing was, you know, like basically there are a bunch of people going. Um, having a high level of awareness is great, but it would have been more dangerous if she had abruptly braked when she saw that it was yellow. Um,
3: That's been the biggest argument against traffic cameras in this country, Mm -hmm. that they cause more accidents and...
2: And they've they've done the research on that, and it's, you know, it's true. Because so many people are, you know, either stopping short, and they're still in the middle of the intersection, and people, you know, are slamming into them, or they're speeding through to, you know, try and get through, and, you know causing problems that way um and then this person I wouldn't want to drive behind her then again there are so many drivers in Tokyo who stop their cars anywhere and everywhere and taxi drivers who accelerate at the yellow light sometimes even uh, driving straight through a red light I wish they would learn from her attitude of following the regulations um so yeah I mean I wouldn't want to be driving behind somebody that saw that it was a yellow light and slammed on their brakes hmm that uh, that's just as dangerous as going through a red light.
3: Could be even worse because you're thinking, okay, you look at him and say, okay, guys, stop coming up. You're like, oh shit! And this guy's yeah. just
6: like,
3: next thing you know, this guy's back bumper is in your lap.
2: Yeah. So I mean, it's. <sighs> It it could go either way, but I mean who the hell turns themselves in for oh yeah, by the way, I went through a yellow light.
3: That's like Canadian levels of politeness. Mm. (laughs) This is in Japan. The Canada of Asia.
1: I ran a red light, eh? Again, you walked into that one.
3: Just like a field of rakes laying down.
1: uh... And if we go into the chat room everyone's talking about who they cast as for the Sailor Moon dub.
2: And I yeah, have Yeah, well they all need to go and put that on Anime Jam session
1: Facebook page. But I'll yeah. read off Jeff B's one cuz I like that one. Here as the four generals, Kyle Abair, Patrick Sates, Kate Keith Silverstein and Matt Mercer. I can see uh, Kyle as Malachite. I can see that.
2: No, or I want Kunzai. Kyle as
1: Artemis. Yeah, I, I I want him as as Artemis too. I, just, I can see that as well. I'm just saying.
2: I want Kyle Aber as Artemis, mm-hmm. and I want Michelle Knotts as Luna. Done and done.
1: I think she'd make a better Naru. I don't know. So I to try to
3: rehash that uh,
1: no Brooklyn accent. No, no, no. I will. I'm
3: saying. She doesn't do that.
1: Okay, good. So I thought I, was, I thought I was going to come out there and beat you with a bag of bread. A, no, a bag but of I, bread, I, I really? could see the yes.
2: I could see the two of them playing off one another very, very well. So mm-hmm. I I really would like to see Kyle and Michelle as Luna and Artemis.
1: Yeah. All right. Now, due to time constraints, we're going to go ahead and jump to the end. We're going to edit in the music break a little bit later in the podcast. So.
8: きっと遅いはないこの生はそうさ無限大明日を変えていく力は
1: to go ahead and close up the Skype line, because nobody else is calling in, so... It's okay. You guys are still awesome. Um, what is this message here? Uh, yeah... I just saw a message that the call-ins were already done, so... Sorry, but don't worry. We'll have the Skype line open next week for people, so... You definitely, you definitely don't want to get your your four minutes of uh, fame in. So, sorry about that, people. But anywho, if you like what you heard, drop us a line at, at podcast at session dot com. P o d c a s t at session dot com. We look forward to reading your your flames, trains, planes, automobile phrases, all that good stuff. No matter what it is, because we will believe you. Definitely, Maybe. Think, mm-hmm, yeah. Definitely check out our website at animejam session.com. Um, we, we have a couple of new articles up there from, from Uni, from Cosplay Blog with a Brain. Uh, new cosplay interviews, so you definitely want to peep into that. And, and um, episode 161 is also sitting there. Swing by, pick it up, and give it a listen. Um, if for some reason you can't get to our website for the podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music. Tune in Radio. Also, there are um, podcasting apps for Android. Beyond Pod is one of them. Use that, you punch in our name, it'll automatically download the episodes, and you're good to go. YouTube. You can find us at YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session. Due to the popularity of the Disney Afternoon panel, I will try to get that up before the end of the week, because we will be heading off to uh, Nauticons. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, if you want to follow us individually on YouTube, on, uh, YouTube you can find me at DJ Ron S. Ari is ari RE22682, Mako is over at Jupe Luna. Twitter, twitter.com slash anime jam session. Definitely follow us there for when brand new episodes go up photos, videos, articles, what cons we're going to, all that cool stuff. If you want to follow us individually on, fa- on Twitter, you can find me at DJ Ron S. Ari is at the Ari man. I'm MakoChana at JoeVidea. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just got to say thank you for li- for liking the page and liking the articles, the photos, everything. As long as you continue to like what we have up there, we're going to continue adding more content for you. That's what we're going to do. And if you want to follow us individually on Facebook, um, I'm at Facebook.com slash I am Mess. Mako is Makoto Kino. And Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And we're on Vogue Network twice a week, live Tuesdays at 9.30, Encore Thursdays at 1. But we're not the only um, show on the Vogue Network because Vogue stands for Voice of Geeks. We have different geek-centric podcasts for your listening pleasure. We have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, which is a Star Trek podcast uh, hosted by Grandpa of Horthouse. It's Thursdays at 4 p.m. If you like... Television, movies, books, pop culture, British programming, Doctor Who, pop culture, all of that. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Under Sedation Live. And I do believe you can find more reviews of television programming from Critical Myth at tv.vognetwork.com. You definitely want to swing over there and give that a good listen. Um, if you like what we do on, on on Anime Jam Session, you should listen to Electric Sisterhood. They come on at 8, at 8 p.m. They're on right before us. The female perspective of what we talk about. So listen to them, then our pre-show, and we're going to bring you right into the good stuff. If you play World of Warcraft and other MMOs, it's WoW Wednesdays for you. We have Girls Gone WoW at tw- uh, Wednesdays at 12, followed by Horde House Wednesdays at 10, live on this network. Now, to bring it all back to... Gamer Talk, Gaming Lifestyle, Gamers Voice, Video Gaming, Independent Gaming. You have the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8, followed by Orange Lines Radio at 9. The cornerstone of the of the VOG Network programming blocks that we have here. So if you want to listen to gaming uh, podcasts about video games where you can say whatever you want, how you feel, without having like a corporate shilling coming down your throat, those are your two shows you definitely want to listen to. Don't miss out on those. So we're going to roll around and do Last words, okay. Ari.
3: I shared on my f- personal Facebook wall a, a list of MLP-themed drinks, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to be one of about a hundred different theme- themes for uh, drinking we're going to see this weekend. Mm. That's a conservative amount, really.
1: Yeah.
2: mako did you just say that Terra Strong should be Venus? Yes. <laughs> Twilight Sparkle is Venus. Yes. Uh no.
1: Yes. No. Yes. No. And Jeff B says I'd rather cross Christina, Christina V as Venus. No. You can you you can make her uh, Ami or Rey or Haru or Michiru. She can be one of those three, but not but not M- 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 Minako. Nope. 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 LOL, nope, put that on the, I'm getting on the train in Nopesville to fuck this shitville, you know? That's how I look at it. I'm
2: sorry, but if Tara Strong was Venus, the only thing I would hear would be, you know, fairly odd parent shit coming out of her mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry, That's that's what it would be. And the problem lies where? So you're okay with Venus sounding like a little boy. I will remember that.
1: I play Lollipop Chainsaw. She does a voice of Juliet Starling. I mean, come on.
3: She'll sound like that.
2: It probably would be closer to, you know, the hyper chipper kind of stuff. Yeah. Although I think it might be a little weird to, you know, hear a Harley Venus kind of thing.
1: That could work.
2: But it's not going to happen, so it doesn't matter.
1: Screw you.
2: It's not going to happen, so it doesn't matter. Nah. It's not going to happen, so it doesn't matter.
1: Hmm. Shell's with you, know.
2: Not going to happen. Doesn't matter.
1: Hmm. Alright. My last words. Um, I got to hear what the big deal about Boondocks is last night. I got to sit down and watch it tonight.
2: I've seen such mixed reviews over that. Some people loving it, some people hating on it.
1: Yeah, like I big seen it time yet, hating yeah. on it.
2: I haven't seen any of the new season yet either.
1: Last week's episode was fucking great. Okay, all right, and the. Uh... And, and and everybody is still go is still going about, the, about who does what you know for for the double sailor moon but you know all right we're everybody get... that's
2: putting all this stuff in the chat room go over to the anime next uh, the anime next the anime jam session facebook and put it there yes. do it
1: do it now no wait wait till you put the open forum topic up next Tuesday no do it now
3: it's hmm. supposed supposed to be for the dub, not the uh, Japanese.
1: Yeah, but we'll do it again. You know, I'm going to extend the open forum topic, give people like more than a day to think about that. So, I might just, I might just start putting, I might put it up Friday and just let it roll. Alright, so, that is it. End of list. Um, Episode will be up on its normal time schedule. We will be at Nauticons. We may be doing a drunken podcast. At sometime this weekend. I don't remember, but if we do, you'll hear it. Uh, And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Um, I believe we'll be talking about Nauticons and uh, Sakuramatsuri. So, because I think we can actually fit all of Nauticons into like a 30 minute gap because it's mostly uh, drink party.
3: What we can remember of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, our our livers will never forgive us for that. So, I think it's.
2: Yeah, if you guys do Drunken Podcasts, let me know because I have off on Friday and I have off on Sunday and I'm only working, like, I'm working mid shift. Mm -hmm. I think I'm only working 3 to 7 on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So let me know and I kind of want to Skype in if you guys aren't doing it between 3 and 7.
1: Okay. All right. So I'll see what happens. I'll let you know. But as for now, I'm getting out of here. I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week.
2: And I am out of here.
1: Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan, and you better not do what you did at Zenkai.
2: Goodnight, Mako-chan. God, I hate it when you do that.
1: <laughs>
3: that way you did it, Zenkai-Con? Sort of. Hate you.
2: I was a little bit more chipper. Goodnight, Mako-chan.
0: And Vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane.